You're listening to the Wilkesbury Scranton Penguins podcast, the best place to break the ice with your favorite players. Now here's your overdose of avocado toast, Nick Hart. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back for another episode of the Wilkesbury Scranton Penguins podcast. When I talk, people listen. That has been the message from our guest on this episode of the Penguins podcast. For weeks, this guy has been interrupting the show, spewing his messages all over the place, wanting to get noticed. Well, guess what? You grabbed my attention, and now we threw the headsets on, and this is finally the episode where the people get to hear Broadway Jimmy Hayes. Jimmy, how are you doing? I'm doing great, and uh, thanks for having me. I mean, kind of uh, insulted those guys on it before me, but we'll let that we can move on from that. The, the past is the past. Exactly. The past we is the past. Live in the present. It's maybe. all about the present, and now this is your show. And uh, right out of the gate, I feel like we have to address the news. Very recently, you and your wife announced that you're going to be having a kid. Congratulations. And just uh, what I think it was like two weeks ago, very recently ago, you guys found out B or G. What was the verdict? Uh, we're having a boy, which was uh, it's pretty cool. You know, I mean, like anybody, you just hope for a, a happy and healthy child. Right. And But uh, to have a boy, it was pretty cool for me to have the Hayes name live on and, you know, have a son that I can try to teach to play some hockey as well. So I think that's a huge uh, um, commitment and opportunity for me to be a dad. I've been looking forward to it. Yeah, we're, we're, we're so excited for you. Once again, congratulations so much. And whenever you guys found out the news, you guys posted a video on Instagram, and you were so fired up, so excited when you found out it was a boy. I'm sure you would have been excited either way, but that was a bigger reaction, a bigger celebration I think we've gotten for any of your goals this season with the Wilkes-Barre's Granted Penguins. Just run me through your, your emotions in that moment. I, I imagine you're a little anxious leading up to uh, the big reveal. Like, just talk me through that entire day. Yeah, it was really cool. We had a lot of uh, voting going on, so we felt like it was going to be girls. Um, Everyone was thinking girl. Well, I think me and my wife were thinking girl, and I have three sisters, so that's the dominant gene in the Hayes okay. family. And they're probably the dominant personality in the Hayes family, too. <laughs> but it was pretty cool. Only Holly and Chris Summers were the only two to know what I was having. And Wait, how I, did they know? Uh, we oh, had a, okay. We had, Holly had to call the doctor and get it. Cause, and then she was the one that filled out the balloon for us. And then she actually didn't tell Chris until the night before because she needed help filling the balloon. So then that's how he knew what was going to be inside okay. there. But it's um, it's really cool to have uh, you know teammates involved, and you know he was unbelievable that day too, running around, getting that balloon filled up, and getting it ready for my family came and her family came. It was a really cool experience. Yeah, and for those that don't know, you guys had this uh, balloon set up. It was a dark black balloon, and on the inside you had it filled with uh, confetti. Blue confetti, baby. Blue confetti. Well, at the time you didn't know it was blue. They didn't know it was blue, but, but that then was there's the big reveal, <laughs> and the arms go up. Big celebration oh, yeah, from I think yourself. My dad was probably the only other guy more fired up. We only have one. <laughs> He only has one grandchild. My sister has a baby, Neela. She's five now, and she's the she's the queen bee of the family. So she got some competition with this Lion King coming in. Oh, there we go. The Lion King is coming <laughs> from Jimmy Hayes. Uh, you also mentioned that you're you're really excited to to show him the game of hockey and trying to teach him growing up. I know you and obviously your brother. Uh, Kevin Hayes, two pretty accomplished professional hockey players. What was the instruction like from your dad, uh, Kevin Hayes, growing up? 
Uh, it was pretty funny, actually. My dad didn't play hockey. At he, all? No, he's just a uh, baseball, basketball type guy. He actually didn't want us to play hockey. Really? My mom's uh, grandfather, or my grandfather, my mom's father, that got us into it. And on that side, they have Keith Kachuk's a second cousin. Tom Fitzgerald mm-hmm. is a second yes. cousin. So, you know, hockey is big in our family, and it's pretty cool to – you know, be able to play the sport and, you know, and make a living out of it. You know, as a kid, you know, you dream of playing in the NHL. And, you know, I've been there and trying to get back there as well. Right. How long did it take your dad to come around and be like, okay, this hockey thing might be a good idea? I think it was pretty easy for him when he saw that we were pretty good at a young <laughs> age. You know, he's just like any other dad. You know, you got a kid or a son that's pretty good at something. You want to you wanna make sure they're out there. And he gave us every opportunity. You know, he was – him and my mom were – probably the two biggest components like any other young kid playing professional hockey today their parents are a huge influence and the sacrifices and commitments that they had to make for my brother and I throughout our careers you know it's pretty cool to kind of return the favor and go on trips and stuff with them now and you know pick up a couple dinners here and there I still make my dad pick up a couple dinners actually he insists he said he insists but it's pretty cool even though his son his sons have played in the National Hockey League Dad still insists on picking up the bill. Yeah, I think that's just the dad in him. I'll probably be the same way. Going you know, into he, dad mode. He likes it. He's, uh, you know, he's it's awesome. He's gotten tons of games. You know, it's uh, it gets tough when you get to the NHL level, pro level, to get to every game because we're flying around city of to course. city. But whenever you can get on the road, it's pretty cool and it makes for an easy Christmas gift. There you go, dad. Is a plane ticket and two tickets to a game in Chicago or something. And he's all for it. He's not oh, turning yeah. that down. He's so happy. I remember I got the chance to meet him whenever the uh, the team did their dad's trip earlier in the season. We actually had him on TV because it was a TV oh, game yeah. that night. We brought him on during the intermission. Easy to see where the Hayes family personality comes from. It it runs deep with this group. And now you got another little Hayes baby on the way. Oh, yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. Um, speaking of, of all this talk about hey, your dad maybe didn't want you guys to play hockey. He was a big basketball or baseball guy. Uh, like you said, this is sort of a, a quick segue into a recurring segment that we do on the show. Usually we save this for later, but I think now's a good time to bring it up. What we do here on the Penguins podcast is we always have our previous episode's guest leave a blind question for the next episode's guest. So they don't know who's coming on next. They just leave a question, and it could be about anything in the world. So, Jimmy, are you prepared for me to pop the question? Sure. All right, here's your question. If you had to be a professional athlete besides a hockey player, what would you choose and why? Um, I think I'd want to be a starting pitcher. You know, you pitch, Starting pitcher? Yeah, you know, you pitch once every five days and you get paid <laughs> the big bucks, baby, and you get to throw some heat, throwing around 95 to 100 miles an hour. I think a starting pitcher would be uh, – one of the coolest uh, sports uh, positions to be. Now, there's a lot of pressure on that position, too, because you're only pitching once every five days or something like that. If you have a bad day, that's all anyone's thinking about for a week. Yeah, that's all right. But, I mean, I'm a left-handed pitcher, so, I mean, being 6'5 from the left side, I think that's, uh, that's a deadly duo. That is. That is very deadly. I can see you've put some thought into this in oh, the past. I thought about it. But I had to give up my baseball dream when, when I couldn't hit the curveball. That guy really doing that to us right now? Yes, he is. We we are actually recording this at Mohegan Sun Arena at Casey Plaza. <laughs> this is the first episode we've done this season. I think this is the first time we've had to record the podcast at the arena since Sahir Gill two years ago. And we got a guy uh, doing a little bit of ice maintenance out there, so you'll have to pardon the lawnmower in the background. But, yeah, so. But yeah, that's, <laughs> I think that's uh, my thinking. But I had to give up my baseball dream 
when I couldn't hit a curveball. You know, my dad, I remember I had an at-bat. My dad pretty much told me every pitch from the stands. I look at him instead of a third base coach because he was a pretty good baseball player. And he gave me every pitch, and I still struck out. And that's when he looked at me and said, you know, I can't go up there and hit it for you. I gave you every pitch. I still. <laughs> but if you were a pitcher, who, who cares? You go, that's exactly, you go to the American that. League, and well, then you never I have just, to. I was just referring to why I had to give up my dream of, uh, of baseball. <laughs> yeah, they shut it down they right shut then it and down, there. Right then and there. Yeah. How long did you play for? What age was this when you uh, shut it down? 18. 18? Yeah, I played that's still... Babe Ruth. Yeah, it was fun. I had a lot of fun. There you go. That's. That's still a well, pretty good run. That's for all those kids at home. You think they just got to play hockey. I mean, hockey is a, it's coming out like a, an all-year-round thing now. You can tell with yeah. some of the skill level on these kids. But I think growing up playing different sports helped me as a hockey player with the hand-eye coordination and all that types of stuff. But, I mean, it was a lot of fun playing baseball. All my friends from Dorchester played. So it was just something I got to do because I was playing hockey, traveling. But, uh, not all my buddies played hockey. So just to be able to get home and hang out with them and play baseball was, uh, you know, it was always – it was a cool experience. So when asked if you could be a professional athlete, what other sport would you pick? You've chosen not only the sport, but the exact position oh, that you want to play. exact position. Starting oh. pitcher, Major League Baseball. Maybe relief, maybe middle relief, because then you oh, can come can in and too. just throw you, fastballs. You just want to be on the mound. You just want to be on the mound. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. I think and they get paid the most money. They do. They make the big bucks, <laughs> unless you're Bryce Harper and you're signing $330 million contracts. He's a pretty good player, too, though. Yeah. Oh, I think... <laughs> I don't think anyone's saying, hey, that's a that's a middle-of-the-pack player that just got a $330 million yeah, contract. exactly. Exactly. But I'm a little bit surprised you didn't go another route with this one. What, golf? No, not golf. I know golf is a popular one. It's actually something that happened right here in this building where we're recording the podcast just a few days ago. Oh, WWE. You were an attendee for SmackDown Live when they were here at Mohegan Sun Arena at Casey Plaza on Tuesday. You were front row, my friend. You were oh, not yeah. playing around either. No, I love it. I, I go to any city that I've been in the last couple of years. I kind of I went to two events in Boston, an event in New Jersey, and now the event here. I, I My dad used to take me as a kid. Yeah. And now I go, it's fun. Those guys are those guys are really good athletes too. Like it's crazy to see the flips and the shape that those guys are in. I think that goes unnoticed. And it's uh it's really entertaining. I, I enjoy it. I love going. Yeah, that's the thing too, because I think what a lot of people focus in on sometimes is it's like, oh well, you know it's fake, right? Jimmy, you know it's fake. <laughs> I don't know, man. Sometimes well, you can tell when they mess up though. Yeah. Or not mess up, they like if they're trying to throw a fake punch or I think they sometimes they connect in it. Yeah, it's oh, pretty, yeah. It's but, but that's the thing, too. Everyone gets so focused on you know it's fake, right, that you stop looking at it from, like, a performance standpoint, and you start to miss out on all the stuff. Like you said, the flips and the shapes that you're in. And sometimes they will connect, but the show must go on. Once <laughs> you connect with that punch, you can't just say, hey, time out, time out. Like, you got to go. Yeah, exactly. but it was really cool to have, like, the, right in front row there. They were right on the mat in front of us, and – I was yelling at Ray Mysterio and Samoa Joe's come over and gave him a big slap, but it was pretty <laughs> cool. Ray came up and gave me a high five after the match and asked if, uh, if my wife and I were having some fun. Really? So it was pretty cool. I was rooting him on for his match. He didn't win that night, but oh. I think he's back. So close. He's back. He is. Ray Mysterio's back. He was my favorite when I was a kid. <laughs> when I was a kid growing up watching wrestling, Ray Mysterio was my guy, me and my neighbor. Uh, we just loved him because he was, he was the little guy, the eternal underdog, and he would always pull off the crazy high-flying stuff to topple the Giants. Uh, I was at the show, too, on Tuesday night. Couldn't uh, pull out the big one that night, but one of the eternal good guys in the company. Nice to know that he was just coming up talking to you guys. Hey, you having a good time after uh, the, the show went to break or stuff like that. 
He just lost. He just lost his championship match. Didn't matter. Coming over, talking to the yeah, fans. Yeah, he was. A, you can tell he's a. The, all those guys. They got some pretty cool personalities on them. I've. Uh, like in uh, the so even some of the girls there. I know guys on our team in New Jersey got to meet some of them uh, before their matches and stuff. And you know they're just you know they're really cool, talented people. So it's fun to get in there. And I love supporting the WWE. And I always buy my T-shirt or my merchandise every time I go. So I got my Cena T-shirt. You got a Cena T-shirt? Yeah, I got um, Uso Brothers T-shirts. You know, I got a couple of different T-shirts. So I love it. Now <laughs> when you're when you're front row at one of these shows, everyone that's watching the wrestlers can also see the reaction of the people in the front row. You were pretty into it, which is great. That's good for the show. Did I see you dab on one of the Usos at one point? No, they dabbed on me. They dabbed I, on you? Yeah, he faked me. Out, so I had to throw a second dab on the second you, you brother. Got, you got to dab the dab. You yeah, got to double so dab. I got dabbed, and I dabbed on that guy. So I was, I, that was pretty funny. <laughs> I told him I was looking for a high five, and he said he's sorry. He said he'll get, come give me a high five on the way back. But then they ended up losing the match, so they just kind of took off. They were, yeah. I'll see him again. I know that there'll be another event, and I'll make sure I'm front row, and I'm, you I'm don't not going to fall for the dab this time. I'm going to be dabbing on him. You're going to get him this time. The preemptive <laughs> dab. Oh, yeah. So if you listen to so you better make sure it's coming. Oh, it's coming. We'll have to tag him. Broadway in does not forget. Yeah, I did not forget. We're going to have to tag him there on Twitter and see if he can respond. <laughs> that big guy in front. I was pretty pissed off. <laughs> Watch out, ladies and gentlemen, the upcoming Twitter beef between <laughs> Jimmy Hayes and the Usos of WWE. Uh, good to see that you had a fun time, though. Would you ever consider or i guess uh, now we have to go through a time machine go back in time would you ever consider a career path like that i mean because you're a cool. pretty big guy I mean, Vince yeah, McMahon I think loves his big guys yeah, i know he likes his big guys i don't i, I think uh i don't know I, i'm not sure those guys are so athletic yeah uh, flexibility isn't one of my assets <laughs> i would say so i think those guys i mean it'd be a lot of fun to be in the entertainment business you know i like the i think i have the personality for it but I, th I, w I wouldn't be a villain. I'd have to be one of the good guys. So I'd have to. You'd have to be a baby face. I'd have to figure figure out how to be one of the good guys. Oh, we'll see. That that takes a lot of <laughs> fine tuning right there, because it's very easy for everyone to hate the good guys, <laughs> it, it, which is not what's supposed to happen. But that's what ends up happening. Oh yeah. So hey, I mean, who knows? Maybe someday you'll find yourself in the squared circle. Uh, was your brother also going to those uh, games with you? Or not games, those uh, wrestling shows with oh your dad? Oh, yeah, my dad, he took us all the time. And he'd take the whole neighborhood, too, because my dad back home, he's in the ticket business. So oh, okay. He's pretty, uh, my dad's one of the most generous guys on the planet, I, I'd have to say. So he always uh, took us to those events, and we always sat front row, so I've been spoiled when it comes to WWE. I'm, you I know I was Yeah, I was front <laughs> row at WrestleMania. I know I just like WrestleMania? Yeah, my dad's taken me to a lot of that stuff, so. You were front row at WrestleMania. Oh, Watch yeah. Out. I had my buddy, Pat McGough. He's, uh, he's talking crap to the Undertaker. The Undertaker turned around, and I think Pat McGough's still running to this day. He ran right he out of the building. He lost a part of his soul that day. <laughs> yeah, I think, yeah, he <laughs> might have to go check his underwear after. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So you, your dad, uh, the whole neighborhood, like you said, and even your brother, uh, brother Kevin. Dad Kevin, also brother Kevin. Yeah. Um, and you guys are all still pretty close, right? Oh, yeah. We talk all the time. It's funny when my brother and I will go home and we all go to the sushi restaurant back at home in Boston and we always give my dad 20 minutes. He can ask any hockey question after that. He's, he can't ask any hockey questions. No no hockey <laughs> questions after what? He gets 20 minutes. He gets 20 minutes. Sorry, 20 yeah, minutes. Yeah. He thinks he's a GM here and there, so it's fun. <laughs> we always call He's putting him. teams together. Yeah, he's got, he's got some teams. He's got some trades. Half the time we tell him what the deals are, and then he'll come back two days later and say, hey, did you see that deal? Yeah, we just told you that one. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, Dad, we, we told you about yeah, this. Yeah, but he's awesome. He loves it. He's, uh, it's pretty cool for him to uh, be involved. And 
You know, like I said, he, he means a lot to us to come to these games. Yeah. How, how often do you and your brother uh, talk shop? Nah, do you, do you guys try and stay can. away from hockey as much as possible? Uh, no, I talk about it. I like to watch his games. You know, he's been playing really well this year, so I like to talk. And, you know, I like to so – whenever he scores a big goal or makes a nice play, I let him know. And I've been talking to him recently. He got, just got traded to Winnipeg. And, you know, yes. it's a different – he was in New York City. So Winnipeg and New York City a lot different. But, you know, he's – He's pretty excited about that team they got there. He believes they got a really good team. He said they're huge and they're fast and high-end skill on that team. So it's been pretty cool to, you know, talk to him and just catch up. But, you know, I like to just see how he's doing more. Yeah. But it's pretty – but he's been doing really well in hockey. So it just adds to the conversation. Yeah, and we saw last year the Winnipeg Jets, just how good they are, go into the Western Conference Final. I don't think they're sneaking up on anybody this year, but they do have all those tools that you just talked about. They're skilled. They're big. And they're fast, a big reason why they've been one of the best teams in the National Hockey League this season. They went, uh, they had a little bit of a hiccup back in February, but now they added your brother at the trade deadline. Your brother was involved in a lot of uh, rumors uh, leading up to the trade deadline, given that the New York Rangers are sort of going through their rebuild. He had been a Ranger ever since he turned pro. Uh, did that sort of weigh on him? How often did you guys talk about, like, hey, do you think you're going to get moved? Is there anywhere you want to go? Or did you guys, once again, was it just hands off and what will be will be? No, yeah, I think he just wanted to continue to play every day. You know, that's his, It's his job. He's got to show up and play. It doesn't You can hear all the rumors. I mean, I think when he signed a one-year deal and he was, you know, his UFA and the Rangers were going in a, kind of a, a rebuild, yeah. ret retool phase. I think that was, you know, the ultimate. You could see it kind of uh, right on the wall there when it came down. I think they would try and be. You never know. I, they, I just think he just went out and played, and you know, he lets the business side handle the business side. He can only take care of the hockey. That's what he's there to do: play hockey and produce. And he did his end of it. He did his end of it. He did his end of it for quite some time. A really good player coming out of college, um, ends up with the New York Rangers organization, and as a guy who played in New York. How did you end up with the guy with the nickname Broadway, not your brother? Uh, it's, uh, I think I got it from my buddy uh, Brandon Perry and uh, Brett McClain when I was playing in Rockford. We used way to back this, in Rockford. Way back in Rockford. We used to do this drill, and uh, it was a 5 on old drill. And I was used to, supposed to shoot the puck from the wall, but I always take it right down the middle and just take a slap shot. And one of the older guys was like, there he is, coming right down Broadway. So they started calling me Broadway, and I didn't really – when I got traded to Florida – People asked me what my nickname was, and I just told them it's Jimmy or Hazy. Yeah. Didn't really mention the Broadway. And then two months later, my buddy Peary gets traded to Florida. Oh, and he brings it and with I'm him. And I'm walking in the locker room, and Sean Thornton and uh, Frosty, the equipment manager, uh -huh. uh, were sitting there, and he walks in and goes, hey, what's up, Broadway? And those two heard it, and they thought it was the greatest thing. And ever since then, they made sure they called me Broadway every time they saw me. Every guy started calling me Broadway. The coaches started calling me Broadway. So... And I was just kind of stuck, and now I just I, I love it. I think it's a great nickname. The genesis of the Broadway nickname. <laughs> it's even on your sticks now. Like, the guys get their names oh on the yeah. shaft of the sticks. Broadway. Got my gloves, sticks, pants. That's where it is. It is, it is a it's great nickname. It's my hockey nickname. nickname, so I love it. Oh, that, no, that's <laughs> the thing. Like, hockey nicknames tend to be so generic. Like you said, like, Hazy, Sam Militech, Millie, yep. uh, Sam Lafferty, Laps, like Anthony Angelo, Ange. Like, <laughs> to have an actual nickname in this game <laughs> is pretty rare. And to have one as good as Broadway Jimmy Hayes, Dang, that's My legit. brother's Hollywood. Hollywood Hayes. Yeah, he puts a show every time he steps on the ice, no? Oh, boy. <laughs> that's, that's from when he was little. But still, that's tremendous. Broadway and Hollywood Hayes. Yeah, it's a pretty good dynamic, huh? That's <laughs> the best of both worlds. The sure stage is. and screen, Broadway oh, yeah. and Hollywood. Let's do a movie.
Let's do a movie. Let's they made a movie happen. about your life. Who would play Broadway Hayes? Um, Mark Wahlberg, of course, is from Dorchester. <laughs> <laughs> Marky Mark is playing Jimmy. Okay, then who are you picking to play your brother? The Rock or Kevin Hart. The Rock or Kevin Hart. Well, those are two opposite <laughs> sides of the spectrum. Well, I think they're right both now. funny because they're both. I love when they do movies together. They're two funny guys. Okay, my there brother's got a good personality. I was a really funny guy. Maybe Will Ferrell could be my brother. Okay, so that's the the dynamic we'll go with here because we've seen Will Ferrell and Marky Mark show off their stuff before on the screen, so yeah, they have like that it. dynamic. Who would play your dad? Who's the <sighs> grizzled vet that would get the honor of playing Papa <laughs> I don't Hayes? Know. I don't know Papa Hayes. I don't know. Who's the uh, I can't believe I'm drawing a blank. What's that? What's that movie there? What movie? Inch by Inch, you know the football movie. Oh, Ooh. oh my goodness! So this guy, I think, just destroyed his lawnmower. <laughs> I think there's no fire. way our our microphones did not pick that up. <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> I don't know who played my dad. My dad. Would be, <laughs> yeah, let's go back to this to though. Be, uh, hmm. Well, I have to figure out who my dad would be. Somebody really good. Somebody. Maybe uh, Samuel L. Jackson or something. Samuel Some, L. Jackson. Somebody that brings a lot of. I love know. this cast right now. Yeah, he got. He's he, my dad. He's a. Who's that? Uh, um, who's the guy? Is it Samuel L. Jackson? Plays American Gangster. Frank, no, that was Frank Den, that was Denzel. Oh, Denzel Washington Denzel. would be my dad. How would I screw that up? Denzel, Denzel Washington. Washington would be Papa Hayes. There we go. I love this cast right now. So we have Denzel Washington as the father figure, Will Ferrell, and Marky Mark Wahlberg. As the brothers, Hollywood and Broadway. I like days. it. We my mom would have to do like Sandra Bullock for my mom or something. Okay, maybe there we Jennifer go. Aniston. There we go, Jennifer Aniston. My mom with like Denzel. That. There we go. Oh, oh my goodness, we need to start calling. Do you have any connects in the in the movie industry? We I gotta might. get some producers I on I this. I might. I know my buddy Scotty Upshaw's uh, really good buddies with Kevin Connolly, so we might have to. We might have to. He might be producing make, right there, Entourage, right there, baby. Make a couple calls, yeah. and then we've got the Hayes family movie. It's not what you know, it's who you know, right? Exactly, right? <laughs> and that's what's going to get us a movie. So coming soon to a theater near you. Oh yeah. Keep an eye out for that one, ladies and gentlemen. Oh boy. Well, I can't wait for that movie to come out, Jimmy. But there's uh, a lot of things in this world that you're not excited for. You just want to get rid of. You just want to do away with. In fact, you hate it. You can't stand it, all right? So now it's at this time that I will steer the podcast in the direction of another recurring segment we play on this show. Jimmy, I have been waiting so long to do this segment with you. This is a game that we always play on the podcast. I know the fans out there love it. The other players that have gone on love it. It's the sensation that's sweeping the nation. This is canceled. Cancel it. 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 I could simply snap my fingers. They would all cease to exist. Cancel it. Broadway, you are now the most powerful being in the entire universe. You now have the ability to cancel anything in the entire world at your whim. What I have right now is this helmet with a bunch of different categories, different things, human behavioral patterns, animals, just pet peeves that you have the opportunity to cancel. At a snap of your fingers, this thing will be gone forever. <laughs> Are you tracking with me here? I like it. So like an example I often give people is, is spiders, right? Would you cancel spiders? Canceled. You would cancel spiders. So forget the ecological factors at play. Spiders are creepy. Broadway says get out of here. Get out of here. That's just an example. So now with the canceled categories right in front of me, this is going to be one of the uh, beefier games of canceled we've ever played. I'm not going to take it easy on you here. All right. Are you ready for this? 
You have the power. And would you cancel NBA super teams? NBA super teams. This has been the trend over the past decade or so. Teams getting together as many all-stars as they can in an attempt to load up and win a championship. We've seen it with the Miami Heat, the Golden State Warriors. I mean, no the one Celtics started the big three, baby. They did, so they I did. Cancel on super teams. You're not, so you're keeping it around as a Boston Celtics yeah, fan. I'm the a past Celtics glory. Fan. I got Paul Pierce, Kevin Garnett, Ray Allen. They invented that thing. So They started it. Hey, can you know what? Some people say you can't beat them, join them, right? NBA super teams are going to stick around. How about this one? Would you cancel the Kardashians? The Ooh. Kardashians. Ah, now, once good. again, this is this one is of those tough things. because this is what my sisters and my wife enjoy watching, but, but I'm probably going to cancel it. I was going to say, canceling. it's not about them. It's about you. Yeah, I'm you have the power, it. and the Kardashians They're have canceled. been canceled. This They're isn't canceled. just the TV show. This is everything. I always need to clarify with canceled right now, okay? <laughs> so you are not erasing them from history. So it's not we don't have to do any sort of time travel stuff like, oh, what would happen if you got rid of them and they never exist? No, it's just from this moment forward. Hey, they, they're, they're, they're geniuses. Well, they paid a lot of money. Well, they were geniuses <laughs> because you just canceled them. Yep, but yeah, they're gone now. But they're they gone. So Jimmy Hayes has canceled the Kardashians. What's up next here? Okay, another sports-related one, okay? Would you cancel Tiger is back? Now, let me explain this one to you real no, quick. No, Tiger Sundays is the best. I'm okay, but, but here's Tiger. the thing. Tiger Woods hasn't exactly been at the forefront of the golf world, or at least in contention for, uh, for titles in a long, long time. Okay? But every time he has one good weekend, what does everybody say? Tiger's back. Tiger's baby. back. And then he doesn't do anything I'm a for Tiger another fan, 9 so to 15 months. I am so not canceling Tiger. You're not like canceling Tiger. Tiger. What is up for cancellation? Tiger is back, baby. Tiger no is back, back, so you're not going to cancel just he's the expression Tiger is back. He's back. He <laughs> he's not back, but it's also not canceled, so everyone can keep saying Tiger is back when he uh, does something adequate eight months from now. All right, let's see what's up next. Okay, would you cancel pineapple on pizza? Pineapple This is a, a huge pizza debate, topic. huh? This Everybody? is a massive debate. But, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of honestly just be a cheese pizza type guy, so I, I could cancel pineapple on pizza. Hawaiian slice of pizza is okay, but you know what? I'm canceling pineapple on pizza, just strictly cheese. Guess what? Ladies and gentlemen, pineapple on pizza has been canceled. Canceled, The baby. debate has been settled, and Broadway Hayes puts pineapple <laughs> on pizza to bed. Let's keep it going here. We're moving here. Okay? Another one from the animal kingdom. Sharks. Would you cancel Sharks. Uh, no, I'm not canceling sharks, but the safest time to swim in the ocean is during Shark Week because they're all on TV. They're all on TV, exactly. So if the, camera, if the cameras aren't there, you know there's no sharks. No, I'm not a big ocean guy because you might get eaten by a shark, but I can't cancel them. I kind of like watching Shark Week, so I'm there not canceling go. them. So sharks are safe. They're safe in my world. Sharks are safe. You're, you're a little scared of them, but they're safe from yeah. cancellation. All right, let's see. let's see what else we have here. Raisins in Cookies. Canceled, baby. Canceled Strictly chocolate chip. Strictly chocolate chip. Well, yeah, raisin cookie. There's nothing worse when you grab a cookie, you think it's chocolate chip, you bite it, and that's a raisin. I have trust issues because of raisin <laughs> cookies. Because I Exactly. You think it's going to be a chocolate chip, you're ready for that warm, gooey center, and then it's something. Canceled. Raisins. See you, raisins. See you later. Good night, raisins and cookies. Never to be seen again. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Would you cancel... The recorder, 
and the recorder being that little instrument that everyone had to play in like elementary school, that high I love that thing, so I'm not canceling You that. love the recorder. I had a class with that thing. I could play some tunes on that. You think you, it's like riding a bike? You wouldn't lose it if we busted out a recorder right I now? I think I'd have You to could give me some I, hot cross I, I, buns? I think I need a couple lessons again, but can't cancel it. You know, music is great. Now, I would love to revisit this in a couple years when your son is growing up and he's trotting around the house with the recorder trying to learn how to play if you'd still keep it around or cancel it. But for now, you're saving the recorder. Saved. <laughs> I'd love to ask your dad how it was with the what your three sisters, yourself and your brother, all <laughs> playing the recorder. <laughs> I can't even imagine. All right, next one up. Would you cancel... Foodstagrams, people taking pictures of their meal and posting it on social media. Foodstagrams. Uh, I don't know. I follow the food god, so that's a tough one. I don't, I don't think I'd, I don't think I'd cancel it. The food god is pretty cool to follow. Who is the food god? I don't know. He's the guy that hangs out with the Kardashians. <laughs> <laughs> well, not anymore because they're canceled. Who is the food god? I've never heard of I this guy. On Instagram. Is he like Salt Bay? No, he's something no, else. No, no, no. He's got his own Instagram. He's Instagram, so once you find, sometimes that's where my wife finds out all these good restaurants we go to. Hmm. Is he like a chef, like a professional? No, chef? I think he's a professional guy that goes and judges all your food. Per, he's, so he's like a food critic that has monetized this on social media. Yeah, and he's making a killing. Oh well, I guess good for him. Congratulations <laughs> on eating food for a living. But Foodstagrams are going to stick around because Jimmy Hayes still wants to see what the food god has going on. All right. Whoop whoop whoop. Here we go. Multi-day music festivals. Everyone loves to go see a concert. Everyone likes to go see their favorite band or bands play. But now we have festivals that last two, three, sometimes even a full week of Yeah, music. I'm in for those. I love those things. You Coachella, love those. Multi-day music festivals. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah those, are, those, are, those are staying. How many have you been to? Um, I went to Tortuga in Florida, and then I went to uh, Lake Shake in Chicago. Lake and then Shake? Yeah, something like that. I think it was called that. It's not country. Lollapalooza, because that's the no, big Chicago not, one. Not this is Lake Shake. I've never yeah. heard of Lake Shake. Yeah, and then I went to, uh, there was another one in Nashville. Not Bonnaroo, but I'm, I'm, I'm in on music festivals. You're, you're in on them. And do you do the the full festival experience every day, or do you just uh, well, go we one got day lucky. and pull out? The Tortuga one was lucky. We did it as our end-of-the-year team um, party in Florida, so we had pretty pretty cool access to the whole thing so that's pretty neat yeah so yeah. it's pretty cool to be a part of that you guys got hooked up man you've been spoiled all over the place front yeah, row I've wrestlemania yeah. I've, I've had a hike vip tortuga yeah i've been lucky yeah, you have all righty well will this next subject be as lucky as the uh, other ones that have been saved from cancellation jimmy hayes would you cancel herbie's Blue line back, oh, red canceled. line back, far blue line yeah, back, those are far canceled. goal line back. I've heard that was enough backs right there. Just <laughs> those are done. Move on, canceled. Canceled Herbies. How many times have you been made to do Herbies? Too many times to count. Too many times. Made famous by Coach Herb Brooks leading the United States to a gold medal in 1980, but no one likes actually doing the, the torturous, infamous conditioning skates that he made his team go through. Very quickly, you pulled the trigger on that one. You said, no, nope, oh, yeah. they're gone. Uh, right they're canceled. They're done. Here we go. We'll do a few more here. We'll do a few more here. We've been busy here on cancel. Let's keep going. Bumper stickers. Uh, yeah, I cancel them. Canceling bumper stickers. Cancel bumper stickers. I don't, I don't put them on my car, so cancel them. I, I, and half the time, people have them on there. They got the 
Sometimes they have, so you can tell, you know, he's giving up your whole family. Telling everybody, how many kids you have and stuff. Yeah. That's your business. Revealing a lot of information. Yeah. I, I feel like a lot of times bumper stickers, people think they're being funny or they think they're being witty, and then they're just not. And you've just put <laughs> a giant sticker on your car and just, why? Uh, yeah, that's exactly. Yeah. I, that's a, I like my car, so I can't do it. You can't do it. What, what kind of car are you driving? <laughs> um, a G550 Mercedes. Mm, okay. That's all right. Yeah, it's not a bad car. <laughs> I don't think you're putting a bumper sticker no bumper, on that thing. No bumper stickers allowed on those. <laughs> all right, few more here. Here we go. Award shows. No, those are great. I you love, love award shows. Yeah, you follow along on like social media and stuff like that. What did we just yeah, have? We had the Oscars. The Oscars. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, I love them. Yeah, there's cool performances and stuff during them. So well, I gotta go to one of these award shows one of these days. You want to go in? You want to go black tie, red carpet? Yeah, that'd be really cool. There we go. Really cool. I know my wife would be happy. <laughs> <laughs> We'll see if we can organize something there. But you're keeping around award shows, Grammys, Oscars, oh, NHL yeah. awards. They're all sticking yeah, around. Yeah, those are cool. There we go. All right, this will be – we'll do two more. I'll, I'll bar it at two here because we've been busy here on Cancer. I said this was going to be a busy one. Here we go. <coughs> oh, I grabbed three out. So we'll do three. Black Friday. Black Friday, the – I'm not canceling, you know, it's too much, uh, there's uh, too much Instagram-worthy uh, videos to watch. You you're, know, some humor. you're not even worried about the deals. I, I don't go You're worried to, about the chaos. Yeah, you want to keep like the chaos. I like the chaos. Gives me a good chuckle. Oh, my goodness. Seeing the, the cretins tr trample <laughs> over each other trying to get themselves oh, yeah. the, the third TV good, instead of the 30th good, TV. It's pretty good tilts. Uh, I'd like to see Pat McGrath in uh, Black Friday. Oh, my goodness. Can you imagine? Imagine him at a Best Buy. I'd love to see that. We need. We might have to organize line. that. Xbox left. Pat McGrath. See if he just muscles guy. people out of the way. What What would be better, seeing Patty McGrath leading the charge into Black Friday, or Patty McGrath as like Black Friday bouncer trying to fend off the lunatics? That, I think they'd both be unbelievable. I think leading the charge though, it's more Patty. Patty's an offense guy. He he's the offense. He's, he's aggressive. Aggressive. Yeah. He's getting in there. He's getting his nose dirty trying to get those Black <laughs> Friday deals. So Black Friday sticking around. Sure Jimmy is. Hayes is not canceling Black Friday. Okay, how about kale? K yeah, I'm canceling kale. kale. I'd rather just eat some asparagus and broccoli. I'll I would, I kale. would rather eat literally any other green leaf than kale. <laughs> I don't understand what the obsession is with kale, yeah, and I don't kale. want anyone to like tweet into the podcast or something listing all the health benefits of kale. Yeah, I, I know. know it's healthy. I don't like it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So you're getting rid of kale. Kale just became like it, it had a huge comeback just like in the past five, six years, something yeah, like that. Yeah, probably from all those sweet greens and those red leaf restaurants. Mm -hmm. Exactly. But no more. No more kale. Because kale has been canceled. Let's go with arugula. Mix in a spinach, yeah, or an arugula. <laughs> kale, you're done. And the last one here on canceled, Geico commercials. Ah, they're pretty good. So easy a caveman could do it, right? So easy a caveman can do it. An ad's so good that you remember it like a decade yeah, later. Yeah, so I think I'm keeping them. But I'm there, like there are a lot of Geico commercials. Whenever you're watching TV, there's a lot of Geico commercials. It feels like every channel, every single break. <laughs> so I'm there's a lot them. of you're, – but you're keeping the I Geico like the commercials. You like the caveman. I don't think the caveman's been around for like 10 years. That's all right, though. It's all right. You're still keeping the caveman. Did you watch the caveman show that they put on network television? No. They tried to make a spin-off, like a whole show about the Geico Cavemen. Let's just say it didn't last very long. <laughs> <laughs> Not a lot of people were as many fans as the Caveman show as they were the Caveman commercials, but maybe there will be more Caveman commercials in the future because Jimmy Hayes has kept Geico commercials around. And that concludes this game of Cancelled with Broadway Hayes. Jimmy, you decided to save 
Geico commercials, multi-day music festivals, foodstagrams, NBA super teams, Tiger is back. Sure is. Sharks, The Recorder, award shows, and Black Friday, whereas you canceled. You did away with the Kardashians, pineapple on pizza, raisins in cookies. Thank you so much for that, by the way. <laughs> Herbie's, bumper stickers, and kale. All the food ones you got rid of, pineapple on pizza, raisins and cookies, and kale. Yeah, as you can tell, I'm just a health freak, you know? Oh, clearly, yes. That's why, that's why the food god is your favorite follow exactly. on social media. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Well, we'll actually give you a chance to plug your social media handles a little bit later in the episode. But before we, uh, we uh, close things out here, I wanted to ask you a little bit about uh, something that happened in your past, in your career, really before your pro career, because we see you now here in wilkes barre Granton. You've played in the NHL, grew up in the AHL before making it to the show. Your college days. At Boston College, you were a kid that grew up in Boston, went to school in Boston. Already, that's a little bit of the dream right there, playing NCAA Division I hockey in your hometown. But you guys won the national championship in 2009-10 with a team that was absolutely loaded. Yeah, we had really loaded. Yeah, yeah, I think we had like 15 of us playing in the NHL. So I'll, I'll go through the team. list in a sec right here, but I'm going to ask you, what do you remember about your time at BC and just how – dominant those teams were at times yeah it was a really cool experience to be a part of that team we uh we won a lot of games and i know we end up finishing the season on like a 15 game win streak right into the national championship so you know it was a it was a heck of a team with a lot of good players a lot of really good players including a bunch of other uh, former wilkes scranton penguins brian gibbons was on that team carl sneep was on that team philip samuelson was on that team john muse your buddy now yeah. with the wilkes scranton penguins all part of that team that ultimately won the national championship in 2009-10 um quite a run to get there too you guys had the best offense in the nation most goals scored you were also the youngest team in the yeah, country we're always too. the youngest team because yeah. we always recruit true freshmen right exactly recruiting true freshmen so you guys are young but high-octane offense, things like that. And that offense did not slow down on your route to the uh, NCAA title. Yeah, a lot of 7-0-1, 5-0, 12-1 in the last two games. Uh, yeah, uh, there was a lot of scoring in that one. There was one game in specific I wanted to ask you about, and that was actually the regional final against Yale. I think that final was 9-7. to You guys won? Yeah. We what were, the heck happened in that well, game? Well, we were up big, and then I think it was, it was one of those games where – the score was a lot closer than it was. I think we were up like 7-2 or something like that. And, then and they just kind of kind of made some pushes at Tucked the in end. some oh-by-the-way goals, and it didn't really matter. Yeah, because when I you look at it, 9-7 to seven in a national that, tournament um, game. That Arcabello, he had an unbelievable game. He had 3-3. Three and three, so he Oh, was, yeah. That was his last college game. Quote, six points, pretty good. Yeah, night. yeah, let's run through this right now. So first round of the tournament, you went 3-1. to one. Second game, you put up 9 on Yale. Then you get to the Frozen Four, a 7-1 to win versus Miami, and then a 5 nothing shutout against Wisconsin. What was the party like after shutting out Wisconsin in the national championship game in Detroit? Yeah, that was a lot of fun. It was really cool. We got back uh, the late after that game. Um, we got to fly. It was pretty, that was the first time we got to do the chartered uh, flights. It was pretty cool. They coach got us one. And um, we got the chartered flight back, and a lot of people on campus were waiting for us. So it was, it was fun. It was great. It was a really cool experience, and just to be a part of a winning team like that, and we had a heck of a team, and pretty cool thing about it, it was a lot of local guys. I think we had like 10 guys from Massachusetts on the team, a bunch of guys from Connecticut and the New England area, so it just means a lot more when you have so many guys that are so close to each other. It's just, you know, growing up, always wanting to be an eagle, so something that was, uh, you know, I'm 
think a lot of guys uh, enjoyed big time. Yeah, not a thing a lot of people get to do, but you did. Your whole group did, and you ended up winning a national championship in quite convincing fashion in 2010. I said we were going to pull up the roster, and now we did. So you guys had <laughs> Cam Atkinson, Brian Gibbons, Joe Whitney, Ben Smith, Jimmy Hayes. Those are the top five scorers on the team. Uh, you also had Chris Kreider on that team as a freshman who now – we know has had a fruitful NHL career. Brian Dumoulin, another former Wilkes-Barre Scranton Penguin, currently a stalwart for the Pittsburgh Penguins. Um, let's see. So one, Phillip two. Philip Samuelson. Philip Samuelson played for us here. Um, Carl Sneep played for Wilkes-Barre Scranton here as well. Um, Joe Whitney has been a dominant hey, American one, hockey two, player. One, two, three, four, five, six. So uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Keep going. He's reaching over my computer right now trying to scroll down because <laughs> it's a long list of very good players. 11, 12, 12 guys play an NHL game. Right, an so NHL game. And that's one, on one college hockey Yeah, team. one, two, three, four, five, six played over 100 NHL <laughs> games. Not exactly a cup of coffee. That's a pretty dang good hockey team. Yeah. No surprise you guys ended up winning the national championship. No, yeah, the year after was the next year we had my brother come in too, and we had a, probably a better team. We got upset in the first round. But really? Yeah, Colorado College gave us the boost. Oh, that's right. I remember that year. So probably, I think we probably had a better offense too. We scored lots of scored lots of goals and with yeah. those guys. Yeah, well, all good things must come to an end eventually <laughs> though, right? But after you left BC. Cam Atkinson at 30 that year, the next year he had 36. Like, so. that's that's obscene. Yeah, it's 39 games. Some really good teams. <laughs> really good teams, really good players, including yourself, that ultimately went on to, to play in the NHL. And now here you are in Wilkes-Barre Scranton, and you find yourself here at Mohegan Sun Arena at Casey Plaza on the Wilkes-Barre Scranton Penguins podcast. How perfect. Perfect. Is this, is this just as important to you as winning the national championship? Yeah, it's pretty similar. It's I imagine the, the excitement is just <laughs> palpable right now. Well, with that in mind – after you have appeased me a little bit there, boosted my ego a little bit, let's wrap things up here on the Wilkes-Barre Scranton Penguins podcast. But before we go, Jimmy, we have to do one last thing here, the final segment on every episode of the Wilkes-Barre Scranton Penguins podcast. This is Penn's Picks. Penn's Picks. Jimmy, this is the time in every show where I ask my guests to uh, give a recommendation to the fans out there, anything that you've been into lately, anything that uh, gets you excited, gets you fired up, whatever it is, it could be anything in the world, anything you want to let the people know about, now's your chance on Penn's Picks. I think uh, Penn's Picks right now, I think you'd have to go and uh, watch the show Suits. That's what I've been watching right now. Suits. On season four. So Meghan Markle, you know, she's in the I was going to say the royal show on yeah, USA, so Meghan I think, Markle. I think if you haven't seen that show, I think that's uh, one to, you can go um, – Binge watching. What season are they on now? I think they're on like seven. I'm on four, so but I think there's seven or six or seven on TV. They've been around for a while. Yeah. They've got a good thing going on since. Yeah, Harvey Specter. Badass. There we go. Harvey Specter, Meghan Markle. Go check out Suits. It's on USA. I'm sure you can stream it online, you know, the same way everyone watches television oh, yeah. these days. That is Jimmy Hayes, his pens pick. The pens pick that I'm going with is going to be the mobile app game. Words with Friends. Words with Friends was huge a couple years ago, and now it feels like, you know, no one's playing Words with Friends. Well, guess what? I still play Words with Friends. I've been playing it for years, uh, using it as a way to just kind of, you know, keep in touch with my family. I play with my uncle, play with my aunt, play with my grandma on Words with Friends. I think Words with Friends is overdue for a comeback. So I'm going to give my pens pick to a mobile app game that's been around for, uh, I don't know, since the dawn of mobile apps. So 
a little bit outdated, but you know what? I think it's overdue for a comeback. Words with friends, my Pens pick. And that'll do it for us here on this episode, a fantastic episode of the Wilkes-Barre Scranton Penguins podcast. Of course, I have to thank my guest, bullied his way onto the show a little bit by interrupting the previous guest, but I think you made good. Uh, fantastic episode. It's been so much fun talking with you here. Broadway, Jimmy Hayes. Thanks so much for coming on, yeah, my friend. Thanks for having me. Now you can cheer on Jimmy Hayes with the rest of the Wilkes-Barre Scranton Penguins right here where we're recording the show, Mohegan Sun Arena at Casey Plaza throughout the rest of the season. we got the playoff push coming on right now, so it's going to be exciting games the rest of the way. Follow the team right here. You can also follow Jimmy Hayes on social media. What's your Twitter handle? Uh, Jimmy 10 Hayes. Jimmy 10 Hayes, Instagram? Yeah. Hayes 39 So yeah. follow him on social media. Of course, you're going to want to follow the Penguins accounts at WBS Penguins. You can see my WWE front row. You can see Jimmy Hayes' WWE front row. Check it out, and thank you for checking out this episode of the Wilkes-Barre Scranton Penguins podcast. We'll be back in two weeks with another episode here. It'll be the last episode of the season as we want to give the players their space as they try and secure a spot in the Carter Cup playoffs. Thanks for tuning in, ladies and gentlemen. We'll see you next time. Oh,